Congratulations, you found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerd, Jessica Butcher. And special guest, Alyssa Mann, the queen of romance. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time. They are three book girls. Get a little closer. Don't be. Hi. Oh, yeah. I hope I don't and stink. Martha has to be able to see you, know, you. So I hope I don't stink. I just, both of you drink your wine, and you'll both smell like wine. You'll be good. I really right. don't like the the um, body wash that I bought because I'm trying new kinds to see if I can find. It. And <sighs> the one that I bought like smells like old people. <laughs> so are, what you're saying is that you don't want Alyssa to sit next to you for fear that you smell like an old woman. Yes, you don't smell like I, an old person. Okay, <laughs> so she would thank say, you. She would say that anyway. I put deodorant on like twice today. So <laughs> what? What? But body no, wash did you buy? It's um, it's oil of Olay, like the. Um, well, no wonder it's oil of Olay. Well, I, I, that's the kind of bar soap that I was buying. But I thought, you know, okay, I might as well get with the times, buy some body wash because everybody picks on me about actually about using, using bar a soap. bar. <laughs> and so I'm trying different scents to see which one I like more, and I definitely. And you went with like peonies. I smell like or something cream like that. and old cigarettes. <laughs> Rose water. <laughs> you smell like what? Denture cream and old cigarettes. <laughs> oh, that's so friggin' accurate, though. <laughs> but I mean, but hopefully it's just me. So <laughs> if, if you smell denture creams and old cigarettes, sorry. <sighs> Sounds I like you have issues with old people. If you smell bad, I'd share with Jessica. So <laughs> oh, okay, you'd be like. Uh, no, I'll share. Oh, I changed my mind. I'll stand. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably drop this chair down here, but Garrett's the king of the uh, the king of the thing over there. See video in. <gasps> Say hi in the camera. Hi camera. You're a three book girl too, Garrett. Did Cheers. you get Garrett wine? Because I did. Needs Garrett wine. has wine okay. also. Why do we have wine in the studio? Why would we do such a thing? Because it's a celebration. What are we oh. celebrating? Why are you wearing that crown? Because fancy I'm a Nancy. queen. <laughs> I'm Fancy Nancy. <laughs> hey, that's a book. So that fits right in. Is it? Yeah. There you go. Because Thanks. it's 100 episodes. 100! One zero zero. We are officially over the hill. Way, way, way over Hence the hill. Hence the smell of denture cream and old cigarettes. <laughs> We're almost Yikes. as old as my great grandpa. You know, we went actually looking for decorations that said 100. <laughs> we couldn't find any. No, they had like. They're like, oh, well, we don't carry those in the store. All the way up to like 70, but they don't have 100. And I'm thinking, wait, people Our live life expectancy not is way that many people. Now. Really? My in this day and age? I'm going to Google it for you. Yeah. How many people actually wow. live to be over 100? I bet it's really significant. Is she just too stubborn to die? Or? I mean, she's just healthy as a horse. Uh, she walks three miles every morning. She just takes two you aspirin need, every day. Like, it's... You need to make sure that every time you talk... Yelling. Do this. Real close. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for this, Martha? Kiss her on the lips. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Alyssa. <laughs> As of 2010, the percentage of people who live to be 100 is 0.0173%. What? That's why they don't sell 100-year-old decorations. <sighs> well, I'm going to live to be 120. What? Good luck. 
I didn't say I was going to be in this body. You know, it is science fiction, after all, that um, is fueling these thoughts of mine. Because I'm thinking, you know, if I go with the um, Altered Carbon, it was actually a book first, of course, which I read the book, and I do believe I talked about it on this podcast. What they do is their consciousness lives in something called a stack, which goes right here. Hmm in your spine in your spinal column and then when your body dies they just rip out the stack and put it in a new skin stacks and skins yikes so I could live to be 120 it's a Silicon Valley theme right now see see Garrett knows Garrett's back by the way hi Garrett hey guys he's in the corner playing with the video camera cause I made him we always put him in the corner (laughs) today we just gave him a job do we have to pay you <laughs> okay, so we were talking about sweaty balls. We're talking about the hot weather. You should yesterday, start a little more. Okay, well, yesterday it was officially 112. So we broke a record. What the fuck? Because our record was 109. Yeah, I, I believe mm-hmm. you can look it up and see. Somebody said that today. They could have no. been lying. They probably Not in Oklahoma lied. City. But it was close. Yeah. It was, yeah, yesterday uh, at 3.52 p.m., it was 109 degrees. The uh, heat index was like 118 degrees. Yeah, because my my car, the little thingy yeah, on my car, okay. said 110 when I got I home last night. And that was so at like, God, pretty miserable. 6.30 the p.m. 18th hottest day in the history of Oklahoma City. Well, since they begin began keeping records but what was the hottest uh it was in 2012 and it was 112 degrees that was a bad year it was a bad year that was the first year i moved back to oklahoma city and i remember it being miserable laptop on something if you want garrett once you find a good angle i remember that year because we went to new york that year and went to niagara falls Mm -hmm. and to see some family that i had up there because you know i'm from new york and we got back and i swear to god it wasn't under 100 for like a month after we got back. So I went to New York and it was like 60 the whole time we were there. Yeah. Then I come back to Oklahoma and it's 100 for a month. Yikes. It was insane. I want to die. It's too hot to wear pants. You know what? I can't I can't not wear pants or shorts. Let's talk about this when you're peeling them off your sweaty ass thighs. Well, it is a difficult <laughs> thing to get them back up the sweaty ass thighs once you peel them off to go to the bathroom. But I don't know. There's just something about wearing a skirt. Very freeing. So you like your business just blowing in the wind down there? Yeah. Well, you uh, usually wear you don't, underwear yeah, or something. You, yeah, I mean, I'm that's wearing usually yeah. what you do is wear underwear and you don't really feel the wind in your vagina. Like, it's pretty normal to uh, like to wear a skirt. You don't whistle in the wind. Oklahoma <laughs> is not I usually keep my knees closed, go, too, and that helps. I will say, though, that like wearing a dress or a skirt in Oklahoma is kind of dangerous unless you're like Marilyn Monroe what I'm saying. and right. So you got, a combination, you got a combination of wind, a lot of wind usually, and heat. You couldn't carry things. For example, because you'd have to have one hand well, on. It your... depends what kind of dress you're wearing. I just wear spanks like I did in cheer, and I'm yeah. like, all right, my skirt's around my hips. I don't really give a shit. Yeah, but yeah. What's, yeah. what's the whole point then? Five you're shorts. already gussied up, you know, down yeah, there. But still, it's because these are just like head. really thin, stretchy shorts. They're not like jean shorts. Jeans are not that hot. Yes, they are. <laughs> Little but, binding. like, if you wear it, like, I'm wearing a cotton dress right now. When the wind blows, it's not going to, like, blow up into my face. Like, but if I wear, a, like, a fit and flare, like, cotton 
spin like, dress. spandex <laughs> dress, it's going to be Marilyn Monroe. So then you just hold it a little bit at the bottom. You can still carry your stuff. You're Sometimes. fine. I promise. Not when you're getting Here's out of the a best truck part. You in know, Oklahoma. When you get ready for work in the morning and you're trying to figure out like what shirt matches your pants and like, oh, I got to figure out what shoes go with this and the jewelry. Guess what? You just put one thing on plus some shoes. Everybody thinks you look amazing. Oh, that's exactly. exhausting. It's, it's the shoes, lie. though. Really? I'm wearing sandals. It's hot outside. You don't have to put heels on. I'm wearing booties. And now it's like in style to wear kids, so just put some tennis shoes on with your skirt. Yeah, that good. whole wearing nylons kind of went out with the 70s, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of stopped yeah. wearing dresses about that point because I didn't like wearing the nylons. I've never worn those, ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> we were I've talking, worn like black tights or nylons. We were talking not. earlier about pulling our pants back up. Remember, Vonnie? Yeah. What do you have to do when you, when, you have when you to kick it? Foot. Let me tell you what. If you think it's hard to put pants on when you're wearing nylons, I mean, jeans. It's like doing a really fucked up can can. Try, try nylons. You're hanging on to the top of your nylons, like high kicking around the bathroom, trying to get your pantyhose back up. It's like the minister of silly walks. Yeah. Although, to be you fair. You think I have a high kick because I'm bendy? No, really. It's because I spend so many years high kicking in the bathroom to put my pants back on. <laughs> to be fair, when it's as hot as it was yesterday, like when we were out at the concert at the zoo, I was wearing like jean shorts. You still can't figure out how to put those back on, especially yeah. when you're in the outdoor bathrooms <laughs> and it's literally like a, a yeah. sauna in there and you are you just go piss and then you're trying to and without like touching anything because they're nasty. And it's even worse because like the bathrooms at the zoo amp, they're like disgusting outside bathrooms so they're not cooled at all so it's like steamy piss stink well, that's what it and, smells ugh. like in there it was so hot yesterday that the water in the toilets turned into algae so the toilets were green inside what the <laughs> fuck yeah. it was disgusting it was really bad so it was um, like you tried uh, really hard not to go in there at all hence the reason why I've never gone to the bathroom at the zoo amphitheater no it, I actually really like that venue that. though yeah there's it's certain super places pretty. that I will not go to the bathroom at, and Martha can. Martha knows. Oh this. my God, she is a camel. She can hold it forever. <laughs> oh. We're shopping last night, and she's going, "Hurry up! We have to. I have to pee. I need to get home." I'm like, dude, we have three more stops to make. I can hold it. <laughs> I said, just go to the bathroom in the Walmart. I hate the bathroom at Walmart. And I'm like, if you have to pee, just go in and go. Let me just say. After having a digestive disease, when you gotta go, you fucking See, go. I don't no, like. I, know, don't I don't know how bad it could possibly be. I mean, you're shitting anyway. You're peeing anyway. You're already getting into. The, the. I know, but when you go into a bathroom and you don't want to touch anything, you know how hard it is to pee without touching anything. Why? Did, why? You're what like the big ah, deal about touching anything. Side. You go home and you change Take your clothes shower. before you go to bed anyway. Yeah. So. I just gave up. Unless you're taking your clothes off and lying them on the floor when you pee in a strange bathroom. Yeah. Well, of course not. But let me tell you something. When you're short, there are certain things that you can and cannot do in a bathroom. And one thing that is really hard to do is to hold your pants away from the toilet so it doesn't touch the toilet while you're peeing. I forgot about the shortness. And (laughs) We're living a different life than you are, Martha. (laughs) Okay. It's all starting to make sense now. (laughs) 
I mean, you can You have to only be this tall to understand my problems. So uh, it's, it's sort of like you have to be this tall to ride the ride. Yeah. You have to be this tall to use the toilet in the Walmart bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> okay, do you guys know what an ostomy is? Like, mm-hmm. I think we've yes. talked about this. Okay, so I used to have one, right? Mm-hmm. The worst thing ever Isn't is... Isn't that the bag where all your stuff... Your, your shit goes into because uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have your intestines yeah. sticking. Yeah. I had one for like six months. Not uh-huh. a big deal. In between my surgeries while my stomach was healing. Worst thing ever is going into a public place and trying to figure out how to empty your bag. Because oh, yeah. your oh toilet is really low to the ground, and like you, all you do is literally like there, you have a clip on the bottom, you unclip it, and then it comes like you just squeeze it out, kind of, and then you usually keep, like like a- white like Lysol wipes to wipe the end of it so that it sanitizes it, and then you clip it back up, oh. and it's pretty, it's super easy, but except the- when you're in a public. It will. It would smell just like you were taking well, it. Yeah, Actually, yeah, less than yeah, if you're taking yeah, a shit yeah. because it's not sitting in your digestive tract. it's not gassy, probably. No, because it doesn't uh, sit there in your digestive tract uh, for a long time. It's doing. So it doesn't really, it's not, doesn't really <laughs> smell. Yeah, pretty you much. went there. Why? <laughs> Sorry. My sister has an ostomy, so I kind of know yeah. about it. But, but like, it, it is difficult trying to figure out, like... What do you do? <laughs> like, nobody tells you that, too. When you get an ostomy, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. We have to make, like, a tutorial. So the, yeah. Like, high school, it's, like, trying you to... You need to do... What you need to do, Nicole, is the real tutorial. I've had it. Like, I it totally, should be... A, I would sh- if I still had one. Yeah, it should be, like, a YouTube special on the real tutorial. Do you guys know how American Eagle, they do, like, the airy real... And like they'll take pictures of people who they don't Photoshop them, and they have people who oh, are different sizes, no, I didn't who know have that. stretch marks, all this stuff. It's they really did, cool. Yeah, they just did one with a girl who had an ostomy, and it was like really. The, I Jessica's wish when I was thirteen and had an ostomy, I could have seen somebody like that with that picture. Jessica's got another glass of wine okay, going we're, there. We're starting at shitting in public places. I feel like it's just going to go down for hill from here. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> And you just know. You want to hear something funny well. though? Before we get off the subject, of the ostomy bag. What? <laughs> okay, my little sister, my younger sister, I should say, is very wrong, like me. Of course Lover. she is. Love her to death. <laughs> Runs in the she family. Told me. <laughs> Genetics. Have you ever watched Labyrinth? With, so long which time. time ago. Okay. All right. With David Bowie. Bowie. She told me that when my sister doesn't have her bag on her ostomy, it looks like the bog of stench. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much does. <laughs> It's been so long since I saw that. I can't really... Every time somebody talks about ostomy bags, I think immediately about the bog of stench. (laughs) Okay, sorry. That's it. It was very random and not really on point, but... I didn't buy enough wine for for this tonight, I don't think. I might need more. How long are we going to be here? Does everybody have a full glass? I need more. You better make sure to keep those going. How much wine do we have? Not a whole lot. Since we're not actually working, well, she's breaking out the big words. Obviously, she needs. Didn't more you wine. see the one I sent earlier? I can't believe nobody mentioned it. What? What? When I said we were going to eschew Starbucks. Come on, that was a great word. Nobody mentioned it. Well, I saw that, but I didn't know that that was on purpose or if it was a spell check. Oh <laughs> man. I got it, but I'm just kind of used to using big words. Yeah. I come up with a great word, and I don't even get the credit. She thinks it's spell I mean, check. congratulations on your big word. Oh, shut yeah. up. <laughs> the buzzword for today is... Eschew. Bless you. Gesundheit. <laughs> so, now, the whole idea for today, we thought we were going to have more people, because what we tried to do is we tried to get our regular contributors to join us as well. Unfortunately, Kayla 
has a broken air conditioner in her car. Oh, and you can't lady. drive from Lawton and back in, in 112 degrees or whatever. Which is an hour and a half for right. uh, anyone who's w- not With the lack of a car air conditioner. It's just not healthy for anyone. So Kayla had to bail out. Which made me very sad. Me too, because I was going to give her her book back she let me borrow. I know. (laughs) It's on my desk. Damn it, Kayla. And then Christina had to bail out at the last minute because she had family issues come up. So, gosh darn it, we ended up, instead of with seven, we ended up with five. But that's okay. I should have brought Justin. Damn it. I drove right past his house. Oh, man. (laughs) Of course, we got Garrett in the mix, too, though. We didn't expect him because we thought he was in Colorado. So, yay, Garrett's messing with the video today. So we can see if we can get a few little video clips of our antics to put on. Tech support. Yes, Garrett's playing tech support. He he helped uh, put <laughs> the put the webcam on my on my laptop, and he's shooting a little video for us today. So the the, the IT guy at work is called Sprinkles. Can I call you Sprinkles? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Isn't Sprinkles the one Sprinkles. that? Isn't Sprinkles the one that wears the choker? No, 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 no. That's the other guy. Oh, I don't know yeah. what his name is. That's uh, not. Can I call you Sprinkles? <laughs> Maybe if he was a male stripper. Well, I feel he like that's the a whore really in the corner bad name for a male stripper, though. So we call him Glitter. Hey, Glitter. That's a very bad movie. Oh, okay. Sorry, I tried. Magic Mike over there. <laughs> Could you walk around doing high kicks for us? <laughs> hey, he just he just uh, raised his eyebrows. He did the uh, with his eyebrows. Film yourself, honey. <laughs> I mean, Jessica doesn't mind, right? No, he can know, do that thing with his boobies. I've seen him do it. He does peck pop at yeah all the time. Yeah. Do I, might have, do a, I oh, might have a dollar. In it. That was so awesome. <laughs> I might have a dollar in my purse. Could you dance for us? <laughs> Are you sure that doesn't have boob sweat all over it? <laughs> he is never going to come back after this. Oh, this he isn't w- even the worst of it. No, he, <laughs> he's, he's had it way worse. We have hazed that poor boy until he has a very thick skin. You know we love you. And Garrett. he hasn't broken up with me yet, so there's that. <laughs> You're very I, accepting. I think he secretly he really gets, likes it. Even the crazy ones. He gets it from you guys, gets it from my brother. Brothers, you can see from my parents and my grandparents, they just rebelled in it, I guess. All right. So, what I was starting to say when I got off in this little tangent was we originally were going to have too many people to do a coherent podcast. So, what we thought we would do is we would do um, speed reviews. So, I told everybody to prepare a minute and a half speed review, minute to a minute and a half, but now we don't really have to do that because we have more time. So maybe they'll be a little shorter than normal. I think maybe we should save the speed reviews for another time. Maybe for our event, we should maybe do some. Maybe for our event, we're only going to talk about books that we've already reviewed. Yeah. And there's going to be questions. If we've got a microphone, if we've got a microphone, then we could let other people do speed reviews. That'd be fun. We'd have we people could ever. We don't know when we yeah. get screened. You bet. Uh, Live dangerously. (laughs) I don't know about that. You could get really boring. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's going to turn into the. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we have discussed stalkers. (laughs) It's like karaoke. 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 Oh, yeah. (laughs) Karaoke. Just call it. (laughs) Karaoke. 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 
That's the Wyoming uh, way to say it, karaoke. I was at the yeah. bar the other weekend, and this guy completely butchered Bohemian Rhapsody. I was like, get down, sir. Why would you pick that? Because like, people why? think they can sing. That's why yeah. I don't go to those bars when they do that. Because But I like to sing, and I personally would never even imagine picking Bohemian Rhapsody because it's nuts. No one can has that much rent. Exactly. Actually... There is a, but he is an abandoned key. Is he a professional? Well, he's not really professional, but he Steve can actually do the Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, and he does it in karaoke a lot. How so do he, you not know all the words Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh, he doesn't he didn't know. know all the words. He just <sighs> like just mumbles and then go easy come easy go will you let me go you know blah 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 yeah terrible but anyways karaoke all right so. Yeah, anyway. So how shall we start this lovely 100th episode book review thing? Who wants to go? I don't I care. mean, I can go first if you want. I go first a lot, so... You like to go first, no. Because I am the queen. But you got to get that microphone right up in your fancy grill. Nancy. Yeah, because I am Fancy Nancy, I will go first. <laughs> <laughs> the book that I picked was because of Tyler... He actually had to read this for school and do a book review, so I downloaded it to the library and I had nothing to listen to, so I listened to this book. It is called The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie. It was not a very long book, so if you're looking for something kind of short to read, I did the audio and it was only five hours, so I I read it in one day. That's a super shorty. Right, and it was really interesting. It's about a college student, or I'm sorry, high school student named Junior who lives on a reservation and is very, very poor. And the whole reservation is very, very poor and not very well educated. The um, Native American school that he goes to, the books are actually so old that when he went to sign for his book, it was the same book that his mom had used. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's how old that these books are. And so he doesn't have much of a shot at a good education or trying to better himself out of his life. So he decides that he wants to go to this prominently white school that's about 20 miles away to better himself. And so he goes to this white school, and this white school is very, very different than his life on on the reservation. So the people on the reservation think that he's like dismissing his heritage because he's not going to the tribe, the tribal school, and that he's hanging out with white people. And they're very derogative of his choice to go to this school to try to better himself. And then the white school that he goes to is kind of a rich school. Like a lot of the the kids have money to burn and their parents like give them money for whatever they want and everything else and he doesn't want to tell the people at his rich white school that he's dirt poor and half of the time he has to walk home from school because he can't find somebody who has enough money for gas to take him back and forth to school. That's a drag. So it's kind of like he's living this double life. Mm -hmm. So you kind of see things he starts to see things in a different way. And it was extremely interesting how he dealt with the problems that he came up with with having this double life. And it was just, it, it was really good. I don't want to say too much about it because it is a short book. And if I say way too much about it, 
you know, I'm going to give too much away. But, like, even his best friend won't even talk to him anymore because he's going to this other school. And he tries to talk his friend into going to the school with him, and his friend won't do it. Mm-hmm. But his friend is very set in the lifestyle of the that's on the reservation, and he just he won't do it. And there kind of ends up being distance between them, and they kind of spend part of the book hating each other. Like I said, just the difference in the life that he lives at school compared with the life at the tribe is just very extremely interesting. And I can understand why my son's professor wanted them to do a report on this book, because there's a lot of things, even though it's short, there's well, a lot of meaning in it. For college kids, sometimes that's a good thing, because they have so much reading to do. Right. Yes. yes. And I was glad that they had it at the library, so my son didn't have to pay 20 bucks for, you know, that book. Yeah. a book that he's going to read for college okay. when he's already spent money on his textbook and mm-hmm. everything else. Uh-huh. But I do like Sherman Alexie's writing style. He does a a very good job about putting you into the story. It, it was a good read. It was a very good read. So you, you agree with his professor is what you're saying? Yes, I'm glad his professor assigned the class this book so I could read it. <laughs> you're an involved mom. I was going to say that, anything that, I that sounds a little school. bit like junior high school over there, Bonnie. <laughs> well, when uh, when our boys had to write or t- had to read The Great Gatsby, I tried to read it. I couldn't get through it. I didn't yeah. like it at all. Oh. That takes like 10 minutes to read, though. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But it also helped me have a book discussion with my son, who does not read very much, about this book. Your crown is slipping, Fancy Nancy. It's because I'm a proud mama of my baby, who is no longer a teenager today. It's his birthday. Happy happy birthday, Tyler. Tyler turned 20 today. Mm-hmm. He beats Dylan by a month. I am now the mother of an adult male and not a teenager. Whoa. That's heavy, man. I'm really old. heavy. It's my gray showing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Again, that was The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexi. All right. I love it. Yay, yay, yay. Who's next? I'll go next. All right, pull your mic. I'm yep. moving. Pull your bot over. <laughs> We're sharing <laughs> the mics. Let us. Okay. Alyssa. I've done it. <laughs> Very well. Very nice. Push me out of the way, man. <laughs> uh, so, just to continue my legacy, I have prepared for you <gasps> a review on a romance novel. <laughs> Romance. And uh, I picked my favorite romance novel of all time today. So I'm really excited. It's called What Happens in London, and it's by Julia Quinn. Um, It's like a Nora Ephron movie. It's like when Harry met Sally. It's it's fast-paced. It's really quippy. um, It's really lighthearted. It's so much fun. And so it starts out, our main characters are Olivia Bevelstroke, and she has been engaged three times, but has not managed to follow through on any of those engagements. So that was on her part or his? Her part. Oh, she's a runaway bride. Right. And so she kind of has this reputation people keep asking her well who's good enough for you like what are you waiting for like a prince or a king to marry you or something um Um, which is yeah no it's really harsh like it's not great um and so our other main character is harry valentine and he has just moved in in the house next door to hers and he is a member of the war office which is a 19th century english version of like the cia 
oh, okay. would be kind of an equivalent to it. Um, but so he specializes in translations because of his heritage. He's fluent in Russian and an assortment of languages. Yes. Okay. And so he has moved in next door to her. And luckily enough... Right now, Olivia is being wooed by a Russian prince named Prince Alexei. But here's the problem: Prince Alexei might be doing some bad shit. As bad shit all over London, as in bad shit with other women, or as in bad shit? No, like crimes. Oh, bad, <laughs> like illegal, bad, bad shit, bad yeah, boy, real bad shit. Yeah, okay. not just being a shitty person, but doing illegal things. Um, and so, as a result, Harry has to get to know Olivia. He doesn't really like her. But then, <laughs> <gasps> but then, but then, um, but so <laughs> I prepared a minute and a half review of this, and so now I'm like, that's okay. You can draw this out. That's okay. You don't have to draw it out. Just do what you want to do. Right. So, um, some highlights of this story: um, they read to each other back and forth across their open windows because their bedrooms windows face each other, and so they read this ridiculous novel to each other. They read it aloud, and it's super adorable. Um, oh, <laughs> it's puppies and kittens. In, yes. <laughs> Stop it. Martha's dying. Martha's making fun of me and I'm I don't not. even care. I'm not. Anytime it's my there's a, anytime there's any lovey dovey in any novel at I, all. Yeah, I do that. It's not just you. Oh no, I know. I do it with everyone. Because <laughs> I bring one every time. No, but it's okay. We love that though. Somebody has to do that. Right. Some diversity. Right. Yeah. So over the course of this story, of course, Harry and Olivia fall in love. Um there are a lot of great side characters who are really funny, but like I said, it just it trips right along. Um, if I don't have anything to do, I can read it in an afternoon. And yeah, guess the ending, everybody. <gasps> what happens? Does someone oh, die, or do they no. fall in love and get married? I don't know. It's just so terribly nerve wracking, right? <laughs> but yeah, there's there's Russian spies. It's a love story. Oh, there's like some espionage. Um, I love spies. And I don't get to read very many spy stories, so it's a lot of fun and it's adorable. So that's what happens in London by Julia Quinn. It actually sounds good. It is good. <laughs> I always have to give you a hard time. I it's know my, you do. It's I my love how job. polar opposite you guys are. We really are. But we love each other though. Yes. We're like we're like opposites that like get along. Uh, yeah. Is that the way we're looking for it? <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Right on the nose. That was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Love the pink in your hair, too, by the way. Thank you. It matches your crown. It does match my crown. Yeah. The one I'm not wearing because I have a big head. The crowns <laughs> are so small. Because you're Princess Nancy. Yeah, because I have it on my ponytail, which is as big as the crown. <laughs> yeah, At this I point, think... I can't take mine off or else I'm going to have, like, a crown <laughs> You have a deep crease in your forehead. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's like when you have to go into You look like that dude from the... Oh, yeah. From the Game of Thrones right now. <laughs> I don't she know what does, that means. doesn't she? Yeah. Oh, she looks oh, Game of Thrones guy. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> Just glad to know that... I look like a dude. No, the way that it sits across your forehead so tight. It's like cutting off oh, the circulation maybe in your you brain. Guys That's off. Freaking crowns that fit people, Martha. Well, it wasn't my fault we ended up not trying the crowns on before we left the store. <laughs> They were in a package. What were we going to do? Just start opening shit up? They really should make adult-sized yeah. crowns. That's what I'm getting at here, well, people. Well, you know, we thought about tiaras. Yes. <laughs> we were going to buy tiaras for everyone, but then 
We couldn't find ones that said 100 on them, only 50 or something else. Yeah. I don't know if those make noise or not. They make that paper sound. <laughs> those are um, those are little noisemaker dealies that don't make noise. <laughs> that you can whack each other in the face with. Did you get her right in the eye? <laughs> it's like rock and shock like, robot. Right oh on my, my gosh. <laughs> now you two stop that bickering over there. Children. She blew like air through it like on my jaw. <laughs> It was really weird. Yes. Did you get turned on by that? By no, I was scared. <laughs> I mean, usually when I blow on people, it scares them. Uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Do we have any more wine? Oh, no. No, man. <laughs> no more for you. Cut off. <laughs> you blow on one person and <laughs> cut off. <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> Tail. <laughs> actually, we're actually out of, out of the white wine. So. No more white wine. We're, we're, we're into like the red now. 30 minutes in and we're out of white wine. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> I forget to tell you that I'm a lush. <laughs> we love you, though. We, we Actually, we did talk about the, that in an episode, remember? In a different episode, right? Yeah. I mean, I could have bought tequila. I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. Been a whole, we have a whole bottle of vodka. In we would have had to and take some moonshine. We'll see. We would have had to take an Uber home, and yeah, that's, that's an true. awfully long drive for me. God, say I that. mean, unless you stayed sober and took me home, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, you we are be my designated <laughs> I like driver. That was, she, was just, she just laughed at that. Like that's not an option. Well, we are hanging out <laughs> like, to, tomorrow whatever. together, so you know, I technically could take her home. I mean, just nap up. <clears> then it's an Uber ride back to get the car. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Tyler when you come in at six a.m. to work, can you take me home? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sleeping on the Kiss Studio floor. <laughs> <laughs> just poke me. <laughs> Bring water and Gatorade, please. <laughs> Aspirin. Okay, Jessica, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop drinking. Okay. So the book I read is called Party Girls Die in Pearls. Woo! By Plum Sykes. And I picked it up because it's kind of... I wanted a beach read. It's a, little, it's a murder mystery. And so picked up someone something kind of light to read and I actually fell in love with this book. I read it super fast and it was really fun. Um... So it takes place in 1985 Oxford, and it's a girl, it's her first year at Oxford. And the she goes to this party, like with ball gowns and this stuff, and then the next morning she has to go to class, and <laughs> there is a dead girl in her professor's rooms. She's just like laid out, throat slit. Ooh, yeah. blood everywhere, I suppose. Day number yeah. two at Oxford. <laughs> like, yes! And so, and she... Light me some blood. Alyssa's wincing over there. I, we talked about last time I was here how much I love Fargo. <gasps> oh, like... that's right. So you're good with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Solid. So she wants to uh, become a journalist and write for the Sharewell. So um, she gets like thrown into this investigation because she finds the body and then she goes to meet up with her first meeting with the newspaper and it's all they're talking about and they're like can we find the girl who found the body and she's just like me (laughs) (laughs) and so they want her to write a story about it so she gets kind of thrown into the investigation so it's and she's trying to solve this murder mystery like while keeping up with her classes and she's constantly being invited out to dinner parties and 
It's oh, just interesting. Oh, I can't go to dinner right now. I'm trying to solve a murder. Yeah, pretty much. But I think what I liked most about the book is that she's just really kind of... She's obviously really pretty because and because all these guys are just chasing after her the entire time. But she doesn't think she is. She's like, why are you following me? You know, she's just kind of that person that's down to earth and doesn't think that she's awesome. And um, so it's 1985 at Oxford. Oh, I love 1985. That was a great so year. So you you know when you think Oxford, you think of someone sitting in like a wing back chair, smoking a pipe with a glass of scotch, reading like tomes. When I think about Oxford, like just classic English. Not in the 80s, honey. Not in the 80s. There's like this juxtaposition of like 80s pop culture and like (laughs) the classic Oxford vibes. It's all like black tie formal wear and then someone shows up in like a sequin pantsuit. And you're just like, huh. That was the 80s, yeah. So it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I just thought like there's just so many little things that she adds into the book that just make it Shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. Gotta love those shoulder pads. Tube tops. Hey, those are all coming back in style. I'm not going to wear shoulder pads again. I was there once. No. You don't want to feel uh, empowered? Uh, I feel empowered without them. I think my shoulders are big enough. It's not just about them being big. It's about them being square. Well, I have these football player shoulders. I don't need anything more square to make (laughs) my tops look any bigger. I wore a blazer... Like mm-hmm. a women's blazer the other day. Mm-hmm. It, there's no shoulder pads, but it's cu- the way it's cut is kind of su- like kind square of shoulders. Yeah. And then I was wearing like green leggings and heels. And so the <laughs> next day, somebody literally told me that I looked like I was a boss bitch. And it's the blazer because it makes oh. your. So that's why they put those shoulder pads in there. Because you look like a boss bitch. Well, yeah, for like women in. It was as women were entering into the professional world, right? And it was yeah. making it makes you feel like you're. It makes like you the look same more male. Equivalent to a male, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of actually like when and I don't know. And you know, as an accessory, you could also put on your Lee press-on balls. Yeah, you do that, Martha, and so uh, that. make sure you don't forget your shiwi. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. I love throwing Jessica oh, off. It's so fun. I'm just gonna kill this here glass of wine. Here, but anyway, so you have like, <laughs> so you have this like, you know, '80s pop culture thrown in with like this classy Oxford vibe, which is really funny. And her best friend, who helps her kind of like solve. This murder is an American exchange student who's oh. like the daughter of people who own all this. They make like lawnmowers and they have like a big empire for making garden utensils. <laughs> and so, implements. Yeah. Right, implements. That's right. And she's like this girl that has only ever been to all girl prep schools. She lives out in a farm, like, in the middle of nowhere with her two grandmothers. So when she comes to Oxford, she's just, like, got this culture shock because she's never seen some of the stuff. Oh, we're having issues. I'm sorry, Jessica, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just accidentally, like, ran into the thermostat. Those crowns are really an issue. Yep, I took mine off. I took it off my forehead so I don't look like Joffrey anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I've never even seen that show. I was just going by a picture. 
It was just funny because, okay, never mind. But All there right. is circulation going back <laughs> into my forehead. <laughs> You're starting to turn a weird color over there. Is that brown <laughs> Yes. Okay, so Murder Mystery Oxford, we get that. Uh, title and artist. Oh, uh, Party Girls Die in Pearls by Plum Sykes. S Y. K-E-S. No more wine for them. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> We're go- like going in a line tonight. That's uh-huh. weird. Okay. It's actually easier this way than going, hey, yeah. who wants to go next? You're right. <laughs> and we should always do that. Go in a line. Okay, so I have another uh, mystery slash thriller for you. And this is uh, one that I thought was going to be very similar to Girl on a Train and yada 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 all those other ones um and it's called the last time i lied by riley sager and it just came out i think in the beginning of july and i I had kind of seen a lot of people talk about it but i was interested in reading it um and essentially it is about this girl and that when she was pretty young like at like 12 or 13 maybe uh she goes to summer camp but she gets there late and she's the last girl to arrive and so she gets thrown into a cabin in which she's the youngest girl in there and everybody else is like three or four years older than her oh and i hate that so as like she immediately makes it shown to those girls that she's their equivalent because they were trying to pick on her and she kind of she fought back um essentially and she she held her own and so they're the most popular pretty much camp girl was also in this cabin and so she starts to respect this younger girl. And they become friends. And they kind of, you know, like, it's camp. They get into trouble and do a lot of stuff. But uh, one night, well, they also argue because they're... Put each other's bras up the flagpole. Eh, kind of. Yeah. They're hormonal, hormonal girls. They argue a lot. They like to watch... It's an all-girls camp, but some so, of the employees are men. Oh. Or boys, okay, their age, and so they like to watch them and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but one night they get in a huge fight, and um, the younger girl, the main character, she goes to sleep, and when she wakes up in the morning, no one's in the cabin, and she's by herself, and so she immediately runs around, tries to find them all over the camp, can't find them, and has to alert the um. Like the camp director and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, they never find him. How many? Three. So she was one of four girls in the cabin. So there's three missing girls, right? So the novel actually um, kind of starts uh, 15 years later. Um, when, oh, wow. So, but, and then you kind of get this history. But uh, she is invited back to the camp because it... It's finally reopening after 15 years since the girl's disappearance, and she's invited back to be the art teacher for one summer. And this um, event has haunted her her entire li- life because to that day she, they had never find, found these girls, and so she was like um, she was really they were her best so friends. So she was. At the hol- camp. She's been holding on to that all these years, mm-hmm. and so she accepts the job because she kind of wants to research and find out like what happened to them right and so she goes back to this camp um they put her into a cabin with some other like some young girls which she didn't really appreciate but she ends up making friends with them and then one night (gasps) she wakes up and they're all gone they're all gone no way and so that's what that it is 
actually really good. Whoa. Boy, look at that. Alyssa's mouth hanging open, too. <gasps> that sounds really good. It does sound good. Okay. I like it when they do something so different. It's very Friday the 13th. For us, with <laughs> as many much. books as we read, if it's different, then it's like, oh. What? That's different. And That's... the other, so this book is not that long. It's maybe like a little over three hundred pages. Hmm. Um, but you don't guess the ending. Like, oh yay! Um, Even better. It, it gets very twisty, but in a good way. And there's some really interesting characters in there, and there's a little bit of romance, but you're not really sure if it's romance. Or you're always playing this guessing game, and then there's just so many different like um, relationships within this novel that. It makes it very interesting to read. So she doesn't, like, turn into a werewolf or anything, does she, and eat them? I can't tell you, yes or no. Oh, damn it. I was so hoping for a spoiler. I'll let you borrow it. I gotta find it. It's in my kitchen, I think. Yeah, I think I... I'm gonna check and see if there's audio first, because I always go for audio first. I have to show you that. Well, I showed you. Wait, you no, I have, I have an even easier way to show you, by the way. All right, you can show me Show me when we when we finish. But anyways, um, and that one is called The Last Time I Lied, and it's by Riley Sager. Awesome. And it, it's like, it would be an amazing beach read, or like... Riley Sager, isn't she the one that wrote Final Girls? I don't know. Hold on. Yes. That was good, too. Wait, no, it's a... Riley Sager's a guy. Oh. But yes, he wrote... He wrote... <laughs> he wrote Final Girls. I, I hate this day and age of... Ambiguous first names. Oh, Riley yeah. could be a girl or a guy. Mm -hmm. I actually knew a girl named Riley. I know lots of girls named Riley and what? some guys. Named I've Riley. never yeah. met a guy named Riley. One of the personally. girls that worked I know they here. Exist. He's very buff, by the way, too. Like when you said she, and I was like, oh, that's not a, that's not a she. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> getting. He's a big, crunk. big, big guy. One of the girls that used to work here named her child Wrigley. Like well, the, the baseball field? field? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little girl named plus. Wrigley. Okay, quick story. My dad's favorite baseball team is the Chicago <clears throat> Cubs, and it sits on a, like, a full, irregular city block, and two of the roads are Clark and Addison, and if I'd been a boy, that's he wanted to name me Clark Addison Man. Well. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I was supposed to be Alec... Or Michael Alexander. I think you told us that story before. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be anything else except for myself. I was supposed to be Kenneth Charles. Kenneth. Kenneth. What did Charles. everybody else get a boy name except me? I didn't get one either. I was what I was expected to be. <laughs> well, I, I was born in the olden days when you couldn't check first. Mm -hmm. So I have no idea. Maybe Mate, maybe they really did. Old. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Maybe they did have an alternate name I for me. I don't know. I wish you could see how like wide my eyes got when Nicole said that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, we all know I'm old. It's, Them spotting it's, words. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> it's the truth. All right. I was kidding, Martha. You're not old. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> I'm really not kidding. You're not old. I am old, though. No, you're not. <laughs> all right. Age to perfection. There's Aged, a difference. It, like this fine wine right here. 
2013. <laughs> <laughs> but it's delicious. I don't give a Just shit if it is a 2013. Sure. You can have it. <laughs> I'm not going to really expand much on my review. I'm going to keep it short because the reason that I chose this to review is the fact that it wasn't something I would normally review. It just... What do you win, win, wincing for? You don't like that wine? Oh, I like it oaky. Oh, it's I nice like oaky, it oaky. Oh, I don't want to try it now. Like, <laughs> is it oaky? It's kind of dry. dry. Dry and oaky, yeah. I, I actually like it, but when I, I've been sitting Take outside all day, uh, I was like, around. nope, yeah. can't do this. I like it that way. Oh, no. All y'all don't have any it's your taste. <laughs> no. I can't believe no. I just said all y'all. All you and... It tastes like wood stain. Like, I, I like feel like wood that's stain. what wood stain would taste Here, like. Okay, that's a problem. Martha. I almost just ate my microphone. Because huh? <laughs> like, I'm watching Bonnie's <laughs> reaction to much. the wine. Have some gum. Does anyone else want gum? <laughs> it does taste a little like wood, but it's not bad. I like that oaky, oaky barrel taste. Oaky. I like Do you white need wine, need but gum? something about it just hit the back of my throat. Mm, no, I, don't know. I think it's the aftertaste. All right, I'm going to put this over there. So the name of my book, and I like, you guys know that how much I love humor. I've got to have something that's, that's humorous to cleanse my palate, especially when I'm reading a lot of really serious murder mysteries or, you know, really depressing. I was reading this, this one book, which I may eventually review, called The Vor, V-O-R-R-H, and it's this, oh my God. God, is it weird? It's so weird, I can't even really explain it. It's so weird that I had to stop listening to the audiobook and order a physical copy because it's one of those books that has such beautiful sentences and but it's just so complex. I gotta have a hard copy. Anyway, um, but that's not the one. That's she's not reviewing. the one I'm gonna review. <laughs> the one I'm gonna review is called Carpet Diem: How to Save the World by Accident. By Justin Lee Anderson. Um, can can the world be in danger of ending because of a carpet? The answer is yes. In this book, it can be. This guy, he's a hermit. He hasn't been outside in like, I don't know, over 10 years. Lives in this apartment, I think in London. I don't remember where it is. Um one day his doorbell rings, which is odd because he had his doorbell disconnected so that he wouldn't have to answer the door. Smart man. So he orders everything online, never goes out, never talks to anybody. I sounds, mean, he's seriously. It sounds so good. Who is at the door but an angel and a demon? All right. Okay. I'm in. So angels and demons, just as regular people, fighting over the possession of a floor covering that he happens to have in his living room. So he... The deal is that this is some kind of a relic that one of them wants to possess in order to win some sort of bet or game. So he has to willingly give it to one of them in order for them to win. But then somebody suggests to him, I don't remember exactly who it is, one of the extra characters, that the world could actually end if somebody wins the bet. Because then they wouldn't be fighting over it. And what's the use of keeping all of us around if that were the case? So with the world at stake, will this unassuming hermit surrender to the light or the darkness? Dun, dun, dun. That sounds like so much fun. That sounds like Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, it's very, very fun. At first I was like, you know, because I usually shy away from anything that even smacks even slightly of religion. But it was it was really fun. I had a good time reading it. It was very fast, too. It was a very quick one. 
um, and had some really fun and interesting characters in it, and it was very entertaining. Plus, it made a great soundbite <laughs> for our 100th episode. The end. Hey, <laughs> it does sound fun to be a hermit, though. Yeah. Like, have you seen that meme with Ariel where she's like, I want to be where the people aren't. Yep. <laughs> that was pretty much be you. Yeah. In a nutshell, that's me. <laughs> All right. So now that we have our five reviews in the barrel, can you believe it's already 100? I was thinking about that, and I was thinking... It's a lot. But it doesn't seem like it to me. Does it seem like it to you guys? Not really. But I just came in last summer, so there's that. <laughs> I mean, I just came in in, like, February, so... Nicole's going, oh my God, it feels like 200. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually really surprised when years. you guys said it was 100 episodes, and I was like, what the fuck? We've only hit 100? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I really did. Yeah. It's because we do one every week. It seems like we do more than that. I mean, that's almost mm. two years. Yeah, we're real close to our two-year mark. Well, well it's been like two, technically like, because we, technically. we started doing it for like three months and then never published any of our... Three months worth of podcasts. Yeah. So technically, they were so awful. yeah, they were really really awful. It was just they were pretty terrible. <laughs> so technically, we didn't uh, publish anything until I got back from vacation that year, which was late August, early September. Mm-hmm. But then we practiced for several months beforehand. So. And believe me, we needed practice. <sighs> I know I needed practice. <laughs> well, technically, um, you're going to need to get closer when you talk over there. Get close to me. Come on. Oh, Quit controlling me. Hey, baby. Hi. Can How I have my glowy thing back? No. Not until it's over. <laughs> She's well, so mean to me. Well, at the end, you know, when we do our little thing, I want everybody to blow their horn. It's not a horn, though. It doesn't make noise. I know, but it will have the crackly noise at oh. the end. Can you promise to be good? Yes, ma'am. Okay. She's the dominant in this relationship. <laughs> Come here. Yes. Yikes. Do you want a really short cocky gate update? <gasps> oh, yeah. Yes. We <laughs> need to know about that cocky trial. We love cocky gate. It's still ongoing. I still recommend anyone who's interested in law in any way, shape, or form or just wants a really good laugh. Courtney Milan is still hosting <laughs> the court transcript on our website. It's two hours of your life. You'll laugh really hard. But so, um, Felina Hopkins. Felina. The Antichrist has. <laughs> Sounds um, like a name for the Antichrist. <laughs> Yeah, so um, she said that, oh, we've reached an agreement and I'm going to trot the trademark and I'm not going to be suing these people anymore. She was like, and this is, and I'm doing this immediately. Well, it's been, I don't know, three weeks, a month. She's not doing it. She's not dropping it. She's no, she is going to stick to this to the very, very oh. end. Oh, also, she made her own self-funded movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, she just, what? She self-funded, shot, like, wrote and shot her own film in the oh. middle of all of this. Um, That's sort of the height of arrogance, isn't it? just to take... It just continues to take odd twists and turns that you're not really anticipating. Like, oh, a movie. This is happening in the middle of this already weird thing that's happening. <laughs> but that's it. It's not as good as last time oh, when okay. 85-year-olds were just saying the word cocky over and over. Darn it. But no, this time um, she lied. And so... That bitch. That lying cocky bitch. Yeah. yeah. Lying cocky bitch. Cocky, 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 cocky. Yep. Yikes. I mean, we're not 85, but we can say cocky. Well, it's not as funny, though. Next time, no, after true. Ron gets back from, from Minnesota, I have I have cock straws. <gasps> I do, too. Yay. Do you? Bring your cock straw next time. Yay. Um, Lots of bachelorette parties. They sent somebody in the house to get 
um, mustaches. Because, you know, when we're on our family vacation, we have this they, thing about mustaches. So they sent Bradley, who's my nephew, and he's hilarious. I mean, the boy can pull off a plaid suit. A fuck? Yeah, nice. exactly. Wow. But he can do it. I'm serious. He is that kind of guy. So handsome. So they send him back to the cabin to get mustaches, and he comes back with Yes, and I like all it. These little kids running around, and there's these brightly colored cockstraws. I love it. <laughs> That's so oh, lovely. So I, I brought those back. I brought two of them back, but they're in my. I didn't want to bring them on the plane. <laughs> what are these, ma'am? Ma'am, excuse me. Is this a cockstraw? What's this doing in your luggage? Why do you have a cock in your luggage? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they've seen worse. Sometimes I get bored on vacation. All right, I it's need to suck flight. a little. <laughs> That sounded so horribly bad. How did you think that was going to go when you started saying yeah, it, though? I don't know. Like, it just came out of my mouth. <laughs> That's what he said. Yowzers. That's what happens okay. when we drink wine. <sighs> Anybody else have any exciting nude not having to do with cocks? No. She blew hers. Can I blow mine now? Are you looking at me like that? No. Or? I'm just waiting for you I to say something else. I just put it in my mouth. <laughs> All right, so we've made it this far. We've made it to 100 episodes. And next week, we're going to go for 101. And then we're going to do some more vacation episodes, <laughs> which we also have to talk about. Because I'm going on vacation again. I am too. She's I a slacker. Hate, I hate all of you. Sorry. All right, let's get our sweaty asses back out there. Because, you know, it's once again, what is it out there right now? A million and five. Like 98 degrees. It's still 98 degrees at 7.30 p.m. in Oklahoma City. And that's going to do it for... Three Three Book Girls! Martha told me to blow it. (laughs) I'm telling you, they don't squeak, so it's not as fun. Dang it! What you needed were kazoos. <laughs> Where's the kazoo aisle? Yikes. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.